there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. You do not walk in the flesh. For the law of the spirit of life, which is in Yeshua the Messiah, has freed you, say freed, from the law of sin and death. It has freed you from decay. Keep coming to God the Father. I've made so many mistakes. And? What's your point? The blood of Jesus covers all of that. So keep coming. Keep coming before your Father with unveiled faces, beholding God, beholding your Father. That's the grace of our God. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. For, for because the written law was weak through the sickliness of the flesh, I couldn't keep the law. You can't keep the law. God sent his son in the form of sinful flesh because of sin to condemn sin in his flesh. That the righteousness of the written law would be fulfilled in me and in you. That we would not walk in the flesh, but in the spirit. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. You, Lord. We're running after you, Jesus. We're running after everything that you are. Lord Jesus, we recognize that our greatest need is to know you more. There's nothing more pressing for us to do than to center our hearts on his love for each and every one of us. To center, his, to center our hearts and our minds on his love. We must recognize that there is no other need, no other need outside of our need just to be in his presence. We need to settle in in our hearts that there's already just one need and that all other needs have already been met in Jesus. Now be on guard because the enemy will try to create thoughts of lack in your mind, trying to get you fixated on things that you need, quote-unquote. The enemy even tried this with Jesus. When Jesus was led into the wilderness, the enemy came to him, tempting him to go outside of the provision of God. 
You see, Jesus, the devil speaking, what you really need is food. That's what you really need. That's what you're lacking. That's what you're missing. You need food. You need nourishment. If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to be made into bread. Jesus answered with the word, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You see, Jesus, what you really need, this is what, you're missing it. You, you need validation, okay? If you are the son of God, throw yourself down off this cliff. The angels will catch you. You need to prove yourself. You shall not tempt the Lord your God, Jesus replied. What you really need, Jesus, is to gain power. That's what you need. All this I will give you if you bow down and worship me. You shall worship the Lord your God and him alone. Jesus already knew that his will, his, his need was to do the will of God the Father and nothing else. All of these temptations were just attempts to get him fixated on serving his own needs. Same goes for you and I. There is no place, no point in time in our lives where the provision of God can't reach us. Don't see any lack in any circumstance in your life. Only see the heart of God for you. What does Philippians 4.19 say? My God shall satisfy all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Keep seeking. Keep seeking him. Keep dwelling in his presence. Keep resting in his accomplished work. Keep relying on him. Keep leaning on him. Abide. 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 Hebrews 11, 6. Without faith, no one can please God. Without faith. For whoever is brought near to God must first believe that he exists and that what he is the rewarder of those who seek him, who diligently seek him. And I ask you, what does he reward us with? He rewards us with more of him, more of his presence, more of who he is, more of his character in us. Exactly what we need, exactly what we were designed for, to be in perfect communion with him, to be in perfect reliance upon Jesus. Lord Jesus, our great reward is to know you, to be able to talk with you. I will send you the helper, the Holy Spirit. He will tell you the things from me. He will reveal to you the truth. 
The Holy Spirit is the bridge. The Holy Spirit in us brings us into perfect communion with Jesus. Nothing makes my way or your way, no, no, nothing makes our way more prosperous than being anchored completely in him. To stay anchored, meaning immovable, not trying to go out and serve our own needs or seek ways in order to fulfill our own needs, but resting in the finished work and complete work of Jesus Christ. His presence is your shield and protection from this world. Genesis 15.1 The word of the Lord came to Abram. And the word of the Lord comes to you, beloved. I said, the word of the Lord comes to you, declaring, do not be afraid. Insert your name. Do not be afraid, Brian. I am your shield. I am your very great reward. I am your shield. I am your rest. When you completely rest in his love, his presence envelops you. It encloses you from threats. It makes you completely invisible to the enemy. Completely invisible to the enemy's threats, to anything that he can actually do to you. Why? Because the enemy does not nor he, can he ever understand what you have in Jesus, which is relationship. He can never understand that secret place. He can never understand that. That relationship in Jesus will guard you. It'll guard your families. Needs-based mentality is self-occupied. We are to be Christ-occupied, Christ-minded, dwelling on Christ. Amen? Jesus offers each and every one of us daily the ability to rest from the striving and struggling we do not have to struggle as the world does. We do not have to go to our jobs the way the world does. We go out into the world in hope, in his hope. We do not have to struggle or strive for justification through our works. Romans 3.20, Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by the works of the law. And I want you to think about, you know, with our jobs, what do we do? We, we take time off from our jobs. We have weekends, we have vacations, and we do all that in hopes that after, you know, time off, we return to our jobs with new levels of strength, rejuvenated, re-energized, 
and hopefully we even gain a new perspective on our work and its impact on the people around us, that it's not just about us. While time off can offer a break from the routine, Jesus offers each and every one of us, day after day, rest, not just from the work, but underneath the work. Not just rest from the work, but rest from underneath the work. What do I mean by that? The world is driven by, the fallen nature is driven by the need to justify their existence. The underlying drive to outperform other people. Work becoming validation. Trying to justify through accomplishments, fame, recognition, money, power. Jesus declared, I am your rest. Matthew 12, 8. The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. In the Old Testament, the Sabbath was a day of reflection, a day of stopping from your laboring, stopping from the working, and resting, and remembering, and dwelling, and thinking, and abiding in who God was, is. We are to model the rhythm of God's work and rest in everything that we do. Jesus said, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. I am the Lord of rest. And that rest goes with you wherever you are. I don't care how stressful the place may be. I don't care how much the people there who hate you. I don't care how much your boss may be on you. I don't care how much uh, the situation in your family seems, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. The peace of God goes with you wherever you go. The gospel frees us from the need to prove ourselves to the world. Because we're occupied with preaching Jesus Christ. Amen? Jesus declared it when he hung on the tree. It is finished. It is finished. It is finished. We no longer need to prove ourselves through our law-keeping. We are justified freely through Jesus Christ. We become walking representatives of his life in us. Ephesians 2.10 For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus, say, in Christ Jesus, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Much like time off from earlier, time off from our jobs gives us perspective on our work 
gives us an idea of our work and gives us a fresh new perspective. So too, when we grasp what our work really is, our laboring, it's an extension of our adoration and praise for what Jesus has done. Our work truly becomes good. Our work actually becomes good when we realize the purpose of our work from a heart posture of praise and adoration toward God. Sabbath, God's rest, is his gift to each of us. Exodus thirty-three fourteen. Once again, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. I will give you peace. I will give you security. I will give you assurance. I will give you peace of mind. You can let go of all of those wandering thoughts that say, what if? Let them all go. And just feel the presence of God with you. The gift of God, the gift of his presence. How could we ever, really think about it, how could we ever spend one waking moment worrying about anything, fretting about anything whatsoever? It's almost shocking that we would. God will be with you. Always. He's the one holding you up. He's the one that got you out of bed today. He's the one that'll help you walk out those doors. He's the one that's going to be with you wherever you go. All you have to do is drink. Drink the water he gives you. John 14, 4. Whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Praise you, Jesus. Sabbath is a declaration of our freedom. You see, abiding in God's rest is a way of declaring your allegiance to him. The world looks at you and says, how are you so calm? How are you so peaceful? Do you not see what's going on? And I would say to them, turn to Psalm 46. Reading in the Aramaic. Our God, say my God, is a strong house of refuge. And he has found to us our helper always in times of trouble. Therefore we will not fear when the earth quakes and the mountains quake in the heart of the sea. This is how we stay calm. Because we know that God is mighty. And God dwells in us. And God equips us for all things pertaining to righteousness. Their waters 
shall be troubled, and return, and the mountains will be moved by his strength. The streams of the rivers will rejoice in the city of our God. It is the holy place, the dwelling of the highest. God is within it. It will not shake. God will help it at daybreak. The nations raged and the kingdoms moved. He raised his voice. It is finished. And the earth shook. It is finished. The earth shook. Lord Jehovah of hosts is with us, and our helper is the God of Jacob. We give you praise, Jesus. Resting in God, the Sabbath, is our declaration of independence from the world. I refuse to worry. In working as unto the Lord, we are freed from the tyranny of ruthless organizations, our jobs. If you are in a situation where the job is demanding way more from you than actually God actually requires, you're freed from that. You're freed from the worry. You're free from the uh, worry about uh, family, friends, pressures of the world, pressures from the news, pressures from your parents to perform. You're free from that. You're free from all of that. Pressures from society to conform. Sabbath is our act of trust. Listen, the enemy is terrified of you walking hand in hand with the creator of the universe. My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Abiding in his rest is believing that Jesus did everything needed to be done for me to be in complete fellowship with my Father. Nothing I can ever do whether good or bad, can ever take away from that. There's nothing missing in your life, nothing lacking because of him. Way back in the garden, the, the, the serpent came to disrupt relationship. He tried to disrupt and agitate the relationship with God, calling into question God's heart, for them. The beauty of the, the, the garden, it was described as Jesus would come down in the cool and walk with them in the garden, communicating with them and being in relationship. God came down into the garden, walked and talked with them. Nothing's different now. Nothing is different now. Jesus came into our lives and we walked and talked with the creator of the universe. Just dwell there. Dwell there and don't get up and try to do it in your own strength. Sabbath is stopping and resting and enjoying all that God has done. Resting in his finished work. Praise and worship God for all he's done. Praise and worship God for all that he continues to do. Praise and worship him 
because what he did far surpasses anything that we could ever do. He did the completed work. He did the completed work. We work from a good position. We work from our works. We work, and they are good. They are made good because we believe that Jesus did everything that we needed to do. Jesus did the full work. And we praise you for that, Lord Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. My God shall supply all your needs. I want to take the time right now to just bring those needs right now before the feet of Jesus. I want you to bring it to the forefront. It's tried hiding. It's tried to hide, but we're going to bring it out into the open. We're going to bring that nagging voice out into the open and expose it with the word of God. The word of God says, He shall supply all my needs, but I need money. He shall supply all my needs, but I need a house. He shall supply all my needs. I need a job. He shall supply all my needs. I need restoration in my relationship with my son. He shall supply all your needs. I need help in my marriage. What's going to happen? He shall supply all your needs. What else? If, you're, if you want, speak it out. I will. Will we find a house? Will we find the right house? You, Lord, shall supply all our needs. Whatever it is, that lack is crushed when you accept his provision. That lack is crushed when you accept his providing hand and just welcome in him into that situation. You surrender the pride. You don't try to figure it out in your own in your own mind, but you just allow the Spirit to guide you in that situation. Praise you, Jesus. My God shall supply all your needs. There are relationships, Lord. I'm praying that you would restore in my life, and I believe that you shall supply all my needs. It's already met in you. And I just want to take a few minutes, just, just open up to the Lord. Allow him to come in and to take that worry. Allow him to come in and just to, to come into that room of your heart and to take 
that worry away from you. Just take a few moments. Just begin to pray with the team. Let the healing waters flow. You forgive all my sin and you cleanse me with you. Let the healing waters flow. Let the healing. the healing waters flow, forgive all my sin, and you cleanse me within, let the healing waters flow. Revelation 4, verse 9. And when the four beasts gave glory and honor and thanks to him who sits upon the throne and to the one living, to the eternity of eternities, the 24 elders fell down in front of him who sits upon the throne to worship the living one for the eternity of eternities and cast their crowns before the throne, crown, crown signifying achievement. I said a crown signifying achievement. We cast all achievements before you, Lord Jesus. Anything that we've done is a result of a conviction that we have that one died for all Our works are good because you've made them good. We wear crowns of righteousness. We wear crowns because you, Lord Jesus, shed your blood so that we could be in your presence. 
So we lay down all of our achievements. The scripture says, cast all your burdens upon the Lord for he cares for you. Cast all your achievements at the feet of Jesus for he is worthy of all praise, all honor, all glory. Praise you, Jesus. So today, beloved, allow once and for all, allow God to swallow up those hindrances that you've been dealing with. Today, I call all of that worry gone rest in him we cast all imaginations down that would exalt themselves against the knowledge of God we thank you Holy Ghost that you fill us with the mind of of Christ we have been given the mindset of a child of God the mindset as children of God sit in his lap lean back on his chest rest on your father who loves you beloved just live in abandonment to you, Lord Jesus. There's nothing more pressing than just to, uh, for us to abandon ourselves to you. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. So the three things I want us to remember from today. Number one, the more you seek him, the more you'll find. His supply never runs dry. Number two, rest in him fully and refuse to be moved. And number three, surrender your achievements to him and accept his work as the finished work in your life. Amen. You can't add to it. You can't subtract from it. And we thank you for that, Lord. Praise you, Jesus.